Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for November the 21st, Monday of the last week of the year. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Revelation, chapter 14, verses 1 through 5. Chapter 14, verses 1 through 5, the book of Revelation. We have been having various selections from the book of Revelation. And uh, in that particular book, uh, recorded are a number of visions that John the Apostle has received on the island of Patmos. And these uh, various visions and revelations given to him by God uh, are quite profound, as we have uh, seen. Uh, and many of them have been uh, addressed to the various churches at the time, the need to repent and reform, uh, that uh, they must be prepared for the coming of the Lord. And in this particular passage, we have uh, perhaps the most dramatic of all the appearances uh, taking place, at least to date. In this particular passage, uh, John receives a vision in which he beholds the Lamb, that is Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And he appears in my vision, and he's standing on Mount Zion, that is the mountain outside of Jerusalem, the holy city. And with him are 144,000. Now that 144,000 represents uh, really, it, it's said to, signif to signify uh, an uncountable number, a tremendous number. And the 144,000 are of the 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles. That is 12 times 12, 144,000. And so these are going to be, of course, the elect those who have, by their faithfulness and obedience to God's will and to proclaiming Jesus Christ as the Son of God and the Lamb of God who has taken away the sins of the world by his death and resurrection, uh, those are the ones who have been called eternally into God's presence. And he notices that on their foreheads is written, the name of his father, the father of the lamb. And a tremendous sound begins to take place, uh, resembling the roaring of the deep, thunder. And he also hears the sound of the harps being played. And there's a melody in which they are singing a new song, a new hymn. The this is a heavenly hymn because they are in the very presence of Almighty God. And they were singing the new hymn, this whole throng of the, uh, and, and with the uh, Lamb and the Father, there are the four living creatures and the elders. And this hymn no one could learn except the 144,000 who had been ransomed from the world. That is, the saved. 
The world, remember, is that particular uh, part of creation and reality that is <clears throat> under the control of Satan, allowed by God, uh, until he comes in his fullness when Satan will be banished forever and God will make his dwelling on earth and claim his whole creation again through the victory of the Lamb on the cross. And so they are part of the pure and they follow the Lamb. That is, they faithfully follow Jesus Christ. Wherever he goes, reminds us again that the Good Shepherd, Jesus, in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, is also the Lamb. He is the sacrifice, the sacrificial Lamb, who by his death on the cross has redeemed us and has reconciled us to the Father. And these 144,000 have been ransomed as the first fruits of mankind for God and the Lamb. On their lips, no, no deceit has been found. They are indeed without flaw. They are spotless as the Lamb. Jesus Christ is spotless. The spotless, pure Lamb offered to the Father. And this particular passage uh, in uh, John's vision, it gives us an indication, a glimpse of God's final plan, that God, if you read further in the book of Revelation, God will come down and make his residence on earth and all therein for those who have been faithful. Today is a good day for us to commend to the Lord all of our relatives, friends, and loved ones who have died, commend them to the Lord, to the Lord's mercy and forgiveness, that through the Lamb they may be part of this vast, vast assembly of the elect, those who have been ransomed by the blood of the Lamb, and we as well, so today is also a day of opportunity, a day of hope. The book of Revelation is a book of hope, that the Lamb has died and risen, and the result is salvation. And so we commend our loved ones this day to the Lord. Perhaps it would be a very good thing for us to also remember those who have no one to pray with them or for them, who have died, those who have been forgotten and not delivered up in prayer to Almighty God, that they too, by our prayers, will be included in the 44,000. And I think it's a good way to remind us that we are all members of God's people should always pray for those who have no one to pray with them or for them this day. And that way we keep in solidarity with all the members of the body of Christ, especially those who have died. <clears throat>
and do not have masses offered for them or prayers or any kind of remembrance, but they are remembered by Almighty God. And may we be part of that remembrance, as well as our own loved ones, of course, and relatives. So in this magnificent vision that takes place today, we are giving, uh, given a glimpse into the future, future hope, a future to hope in, that we too will be counted in that vast number that have been ransomed by the Lamb of God, and we will be in God's presence for all eternity, for we have been made pure by the Lamb who is pure, Jesus Christ. And so we will reside in God's presence for all eternity, for our earthly existence is not our final home and resting place. We are meant for more. We are meant for blessedness in the very presence of God. Life on earth is short and fleeting. Life with God is eternal. Let us set our eyes on the eternal and our earthly pilgrimage is that journey, that adventure in faith to our true and lasting home in the presence of God, God the Father, the Lamb, Jesus Christ, in communion with the Holy Spirit. God bless you.